Girls. I'm your host, Ophelia, and here's your top stories of the week. be holding an E3 conference in 2019. There will also not be any presence there at the E3 showcase. Now, there's a lot of things. Everyone is having a lot of speculation as to what's going on with this announcement and why did it come out of the blue? Now this year, as we know, Sony likes to hold its PSX for PlayStation Experience. That's for all of their fans and they talk about their current games that are out and their upcoming games. That has been canceled this year. And people kind of brushed it under the, the rug. I mean, Sony PlayStation is leading as far as consoles sales um, and also notoriety. It's just, it's on top of the world. Now, when this was announced, the first thought came to mind was Sony don't have anything to show there's going to be an announcement for games that has already been announced if not a little bit of gameplay and one would think that okay if you've seen it before why spend the money but then I got thinking PlayStation has the PlayStation Pro out. Now, last week we talked about how PlayStation um, shouted out all of the accolades and beating, you know, the PS3 sales, lifetime sales. But soon after that announcement, I mean, not even a week. They announced that they're not coming to E3 next year. Now, this solidified that PlayStation 5 may be released in 2020. Now, as you know, a lot of people were hyping it up that it may be announced this year. Not this year, but next year. And that very well may be the case. But there's one caveat here. What happens with the PS4 Pro? I understand that they want to be 
distancing himself from the PlayStation 4 generation. But there's still a lot of people out here with that system. And E3 is the hugest platform and where you want to announce your upcoming game, what support you may have for that said platform, and what services you plan to do. I don't understand because from what I am gathering, are you saying that the PS4 Pro would not be receiving any more support once the PS5 is announced? And my hope is, is that all of these YouTubers, these Sony fanboys, and you know, the media all the same, do not, do not hype up PlayStation 5. It is too early. We do not know what's coming for this system. It's unfortunate they won't be at 2019, but I encourage you all to be consciously optimistic because we don't know what's happening behind closed doors. This is unprecedented for some. Not just because they may not have had a lot to show, but they won't even be present. That's, that should bring alarms. I mean, granted, when Nintendo did this, um, Nintendo still had a presence at E3 when they started doing their directs. Now, Xbox and Nintendo will be duking it out. And to be honest with you, I don't even think that they're going to duke it out. I think that they're going to come together and, you know, make the best of the situation. Now, here's my conspiracy theory. I think the PS4 Pro was supposed to be the PS5. I think that Microsoft pushed um, Sony's hand when they announced X. The technology for 5, it very well may be there. But it's, it's not going to be about raw power. It's going to be about features. And I don't think that it's going to really wow no one. And keep in mind, Xbox is working on their next generation console, which is called named Scarlet. Sony wants to see what Microsoft announced. And if Microsoft had any plans to 
this scarlet like in detail my suggestion is this wait because with this generation what happened was Microsoft showed their hands and Sony won Nintendo has always been outside of the box, so they're not going to focus on power. I think Nintendo focuses on innovation. That's their strong suit. So, who knows what this new iteration of the Nintendo Switch may be. But, it will be a warm welcome because as we all know, Nintendo was not playing the Stronghold game. They're, they're, they're not on that level. Though they can be, they just choose not to be. That's on Sony and Microsoft. So, the video, the Game Awards 2018 nominees have been announced. A few um, categories I want to cover. Let's talk about Game of the Year. The first game, Celeste, Matt Make Games, God of War, Sony Interactive Entertainment, Master Hunter World, Capcom, Red Dead Redemption 2, Rockstar Games, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Ubisoft, and Spider-Man, Insomniac Games. I know this year is gonna be it's gonna be all about Red Dead Redemption 2 because it's the new shiny thing and the people who are voting what the majority of people who are voting are going to be the fans but keep in mind that there is a board so Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to get it I think in my personal opinion I think Celeste should get it because it's I think the meaning the gameplay the the story it's it's well executed and the team that's behind it, even though it's an 8 bit, don't get me wrong, it's really good. This year, category for ongoing games include Fortnite, Epic Games, Tom Clancy, Rainbow Six Siege, Ubisoft, Overwatch. Blizzard Entertainment, 
Destiny 2 Forsaken Bungie Activision and No Man's Sky Hell Games. Now, if No Man's Sky is nominated, how come Splatoon 2 is not on this list? I don't understand. Who's gonna get it? Fortnite. Fortnite is gonna get it. Who I think should win? Overwatch. Overwatch with these new I don't know guys have you been enjoying Ash um, she's kind of she's fun um, but Overwatch should be getting that Fortnite is too new really who is playing No Man's Sky the category of family games the names Super Mario Party Nintendo Overcooked 2 Team 17 Digital Limit Nintendo Mapa Nintendo Mario Tennis Aces Nintendo Starlink Battle for Atlas, Ubisoft, who's going to get it? I want to say, I want to say Super Mario Party, but here's the thing. I think this is going to be the upset. I bet you that it's going to get Star Starlink's going to get this um, genre. But yeah, we'll just go with Super Mario Party. And my last category, which upset me, and I'll tell you why. For the category role playing games, the games are Monster Hunter World, Capcom, Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire by Obsidian Entertainment, Dragon Quest 11, Square Enix, Minukuni. Reverend Kingdoms, Bandai, Namco, Octopath Traveler, Nintendo, Square Enix. Now, I think they're going to give it to Octopath Traveler. But the game that deserved this 
to be nominated and if it's not here it's Xenoblade Chronicles 2 now Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was not nominated last year because it came too late to be nominated and this year it was not even a thought which is concerning to me. But I think Alpha Path Traveler will be getting it. So, you can watch the Game Awards via Twitch, Mixer, YouTube, um, all on December 6, 2018. The show will be starting at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So, Microsoft, just a rumor, complete rumor, that they're going to be releasing a disk list um, model of the Xbox One S. I believe S. That's the model that they're going to go out there. Um, this will be new. This will be breaking ground for the three giants that mean Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft. Um, they're going to try to make it where you be able to download the games be it their service the game pass or you just be able to download the game like you normally would I don't see a problem with this and I commend you know Microsoft on being the first one you know to test the waters um it could very well be a good idea. I don't know if it's going to come to fruition, but I'm hopeful. Um, this week, oh, Fall Love 76 um, was released. And you know how much I love you. But this engine has too many bugs. Um, it was released. Play at your own risk. Um, and Pokemon, let's go. Uh, Pikachu and Eevee. That's the one I picked up. Was released this Friday. Um, I'm looking forward to playing Warframe for the Nintendo Switch that comes out next week on Tuesday. I've never played it. I'm hearing good things about it. 
it's a very big file, like 12.2 gigabytes. And they encourage that you might want to have extra space because there are going to be loads of updates. So if you are in the market for um, a memory card for your Nintendo Switch, um, you got Black Friday that is coming up, and you might want to shop around for a bigger memory card. And that was this week's top stories in gaming. your top stories in pop culture. Game of Thrones threw out their teaser for their upcoming season in 2019. And the saying goes, every battle, every betrayal, every risk, every fight scene, every sacrifice, every death, all for the throne. The season premiere will be in April 2019. I am personally looking forward to it and I am excited to see what is to come. Fantastic Beast 2 was released this past weekend. Um, to mixed reviews and well on Metacritic it's not doing so good as you know this is a multi like you know this this series spans over I believe five films and this latest one left a lot of people with a lot of questions not to say that the movie was not good it just left a lot of questions and I'm sure that they'll be explained further in the next film I get to see it I'm not gonna see it until the rise now because I really want to enjoy this movie so I'm going to hold off my personal review of this film until next week. A bit of sad news came and shocked the world this week. Stan Lee, the creator of majority of the Marvel comics characters in which we have all come to love and cherish sadly passed away at the age of 95 this week. 
and I come to you with a heavy heart because I'm not the hugest comic book fan, but when I did, I I believe that though these characters were magnificent and diverse, it spoke to everyone and across the world and to have such an impact on not only just pop culture but human beings and society it's a wonder it's amazing we were blessed with someone who had the audacity to dream and to send a message across all of the platforms to let all of us know that we are not alone. Though we may feel small and insignificant, we are all not alone. Thank you, Stanley, and I will cherish your memory, and you will forever live on through all of the comics and all of your characters. Another passing this week. Sean Diddy's ex-wife Kim Porter who was a model um, businesswoman she was um, she just was an icon she has sadly passed away at the age of 40 I wish I knew a lot about her, um, but unfortunately I don't, so I'm not going to speak on it as if I do. That being said, um, I wish, you know, um, to her family, her children. It's, it's, it's horrible, and I hope that they are finding strength at this horrible time. Mariah Carey released her new album, Cautious, out this week. Um, it's cute. Um, I have a couple of songs that I enjoy. She also performed, and I think that she felt her, she's always had range, but I think that she's learning how to accept her greatness 
and that she doesn't need to be overboard with things, Mariah Carey, you are a queen. Um, great album, and I'm happy to see that it's doing well on the boards. Um, you can listen to the album, Apple, iTunes, Google Music, Spotify, and Tidal. Go check it out. You might enjoy it. So, Northern California is still suffering from the forest fires that happened in Paradise, as well as, you know, Southern California is also still, you know, having devastating, like, you know, damage done down there. And if you want to show any or have any ways to supporting the families and, you know, the relief, turn to Red Cross. I'm sure that they have links and ways that you can send as much help as possible because we don't know how, what this has done and it's, you know, Final numbers because people are not coming up missing, and I don't want no, I feel horrible that this is happening, and they don't even know who started it or what started it. It's devastating. So, please, if you have means to support, turn to Red Cross, and I'm sure that they can send you to the proper people to donate. That was this week's top stories in pop culture. Thank you for listening to Sheep Thrills. I've been your host, Atheria. Hope to see you again next week. If you'd like to reach us at via email, you can go to Cheap Thrills Podcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Cheap Thrills Podcast. <laughs>